0: Hi, Annabelle, how are you?
1: Good, thanks. How are you?
0: Good. Um, I've been thinking about a few things in terms of um, what we're learning in, in English at the moment, mm-hmm. about analysing persuasive language and argument. Um, so where do you think, if if I'm a student and I'm presented with a text, persuasive text, where do I start?
1: I guess... Um... Looking at sort of the bigger things. So usually there'll be a little bit of a context box in terms of a little bit of information in terms of where the articles come from. You'll get a little bit of context in terms of perhaps why the piece has been written. Uh, And then also looking at things like where it's been published as well as the heading, because often the heading can be a relatively good um, Mm -hmm. inclination in terms of what the contention is. Sometimes they even are the contentions mm-hmm. in the heading. So really looking at um, the heading and those sort of easy to read mm-hmm. aspects to start to get your head around what is this piece about. Yep. And then I think it gets hard when it is time to read through the text mm-hmm. because with um, analysing argument, it is really important that you read through the text closely so that you can really understand what the mm-hmm. author author's intentions are in putting the piece together
0: yeah that's a good point so we look at the context and then read the text once or twice and try to be open to what are the main ideas and arguments and how am I being persuaded definitely yeah I've said sometimes in the past tell me what you think about this that uh, for students who are really struggling with that opening introduction you know and the first sentence that they can fall back on a sentence like Recently, the issue of X has been discussed in the Australian media.
1: Definitely, I've seen that lots of times.
0: It's, it's just a starting point, right? It's
1: not like it's something that gets old. It's just uh, introduction yeah, to, right. and it's an easy way to get started because I find that sometimes, I mean, it is a hard task. We're yeah. not going to shy away from that, and that sometimes it is about just getting started in terms mm. of writing, starting to think about yeah, what the issue is, mm. uh, what is being discussed here. And then, yeah, how is the author trying to persuade an audience? Yeah.
0: Now, in the introduction, once you start writing, in the introduction, try to tick off a few things, right? So you're saying, um, in her letter to the editor, or opinion piece, or whatever, you know, uh, um, Jane um, Smith uh, argues that dot, dot, dot. Yep. yep. And then we're saying, we're naming the audience, the intended audience. audience.
1: Um, any background information in terms of perhaps why it's being discussed. Um, Often you can outline the general tone of a piece.
0: How do you know what the tone is?
1: Um, I guess that's through particular language choices that the the author uses, but also I think it's in the way that you read it yourself, Mm -hmm. trying to pick out what's the emotion Mm of the piece. So when you are reading through it carefully, it's kind of like you do need to block out everything else that's going on, Mm. focus really closely on the text and start to think about what's the emotion that's coming through, what's the tone of the author, and then giving sort of a general overview of that is something that you can include in your introduction Mm. as well.
0: Okay. So let's say I've done all that, Um, I've identified the issue... I've named the text and the author, the context, the intended audience and the tone. So now I'm starting the body paragraph. What, what, What am I talking about there?
1: So it really has to be about an argument. So a few things are in play here. So it's important that students get the contention right. So what's the overall message? And if you're struggling to think of what the contention is, if you were to, say, sum up in one sentence what mm. the article is about, if you were to explain in one sentence to someone what the artic- article is about, you're probably on the right track in terms of what that contention is. And then seeing if um, – is can you identify that contention in a sentence? And then something that I like to do when I'm, um, I don't know, creating um, mm. examples or just when I'm actually putting these skills into practice is have that contention at the top of – each page that I'm working on mm. in terms of whether it's the top of the article or even the piece of paper that I'm writing on and just so that I make sure I'm coming back to mm. the raw contention and that contention is really clear. Um, and then the next step is to really look at what's the ar- what are the arguments mm. that the author is putting forward that support that contention. Mm. So often you can use the word because after your contention to think about what are some of those reasons.
0: Yeah, that's a good strategy to, um, to uh, return to the uh, contention and, or tie it all together with the contention that way. Yeah. yeah, Now, what if the issue is something that I'm very passionate about and I have a strong opinion myself, is this the right place to express that opinion?
1: No. So there, there is another chance for you to do that later on right. in the year.
0: Not in this assessment.
1: Not in this assessment. Right. So um, it, you do really need to be objective. You do really need to just be focusing on what the author is doing and yes. definitely not get your own emotions involved, which sometimes we can see that coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really important that you do stay, you know, sort of stepping away from the issue yeah, and sure. rather simply focusing on what the author's doing in terms of being persuasive and how you think the audience may react to that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I've now commented on I've identified the contention and I've identified some of the arguments made in the text to support the contention. I feel like the next step is then to reinforce that by talking about the language and the persuasive features used to position the audience to see it in my from my perspective.
1: Definitely. So that's where things like you need to um, include evidence from the article to support what you're saying. So whether that's um, you've identified a technique yep. that the author has used, um, it's really important that you back that up with evidence from the yep. text. Um, however, we don't want to see huge chunks of evidence no, because no. that's more so copying and pasting rather than sure. demonstrating your, um, mm. your ability to analyse the text. So as a sort of general rule, we probably don't want to see more than, say, five words from, yeah, altogether sure. from, the, from an article. So really taking keywords that the author is using. And what you'll do is you'll do a lot of paraphrasing yeah. as well. So paraphrasing the arguments, which, again, just reinforces your understanding of what those arguments are, Mm -hmm. which is what we want to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and as you said, the evidence consists of quotes Quotes. or text within quotation marks and short phrases and words. Definitely. And then each time you do that, we want you to talk about the impact, the intended impact on the audience.
1: Yeah, so I often um, bring up the... Um, thinking about what does the author want the audience to either think, feel or do as a result and you're actually identifying those things as a result of the language that has been used Um, and there are different ways that you can um, Mm. express, you know, thoughts and feelings. Perhaps they want to, you know, evoke a particular feeling from the audience or perhaps they actually want the audience to do something. So in terms of vaccinations, perhaps they're, trying to persuade the audience to go out and get mm. vaccinated. Mm. Um, and so it's also about identifying what it is that the author wants the audience to, to react yeah. in response to the language.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Um, now, finally, there's going to be an image that's connected, that's presented together with a text, right? So uh, that will be either a photograph or an illustration or a political cartoon. What am I meant to be doing with that? on oh, a graph.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you really want to link that to an argument that the author has presented, and then again, talk about how the graph um, is intended to persuade. So, something else that I've introduced in the classroom is this idea of sunscreen sandwich. Have you heard of that before? No. It's essentially an acronym, stands for um, SPF BLT. And it has things like body language, um, the size of the image is something that you can talk about, the position of the image in terms of the position of people in the image, but even the position where it is in the article as well. Students okay. can comment where that is. Um, that's just a little acronym that people can refer back to in terms of things that you can talk about. So it might be things like facial expressions, mm. um, any text that's in the image sure. as well, yeah. um, and then. But the important thing with the image is that you are linking it back to the, to an argument, and if possible, discussing the impact that that image will have on the audience.
0: Mm, okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but the last thing I just want to mention here for those who are students who are listening, is that um, the assessment task is just an opportunity for you to demonstrate how much you've learned. Definitely. Uh, If there's no real concern around failure or anything like that, Um, if you haven't learned that much, you know, we're going to work with you to make sure that you get the support that you need so you can learn more. Um, If you've learned a lot, it's an opportunity to show all that. Um, So um, if you think about it from that perspective, it's a learning opportunity. It's not the end. No. It's just a step uh, uh, along the journey of year 10. That's right. Yeah. and hopefully you can enjoy the learning that's involved, while also it's normal to feel um, a little bit of uh, you know, mild stress about an assessment task. We understand that, but if it's overwhelming you, then please speak to one of us uh, or to the wellbeing team if that's something you need support with. All right, that's it from us. I'll see you later.